pretty okay too. Welcome everybody. I'd have to say that Mr. Miyagi was a best friend to all of us. I hope he felt the same way about us that we felt about him. Welcome. It's FYC Film Review. I'm your host, Gagne. With me as always is my partner in crime, Ronaldo. How's it going, man? How's it going? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Tell the folks at home why we picked this film. We picked this film because it's one of the best 80s films out there. So before we dive into it, okay. how you been? How have you been? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. You know, <laughs> we're, we're battling the snow here up in Central Oregon. So, nice. uh, but it's it's beautiful. It, it's nice that we can't go anywhere and we're sheltering in place still. So we're just <sighs> enjoying the cold snow weather and, you know, feasting and doing the things that you do in the wintertime. I like it. I like it. I uh, I got a, I got my COVID cut today. I finally got my haircut. Very today. nice. So uh, I was tired of cutting my own hair. So. <laughs> Is this the first one in the last ten months, year? Whatever? No, I've, oh, okay. I've no. I cut my hair like five times. Okay. <laughs> so I finally decided to go and get my haircut because things are opened up. Anyways, so that's what's Anyhow. going on in our life. Yeah. So Exciting we, stuff. Yeah. So we decided to go with the 1984 classic the karate kid we got in our time capsule and we went back to the 80s because this is what we do um and it's this is a movie that has played such a big role in my childhood but what about you i have to agree and i was a little hesitant at first when we were talking about doing this because we've had some bad track records with 80s actually my wife was like why do you want to do this to yourself and i was like i (laughs) want to watch the karate kid and i i don't really know what got us on this generally speaking i feel like we have a track record of like that connective tissue got us to this movie and it didn't in this case but it it was kind of kismet because you were watching clips about it when we talked about it and i just happened to turn it on one day and it was on the scene that you just watched on youtube so that's that i felt just warranted us needing to do this um man I'm happy we watched it. I honestly, like, I, I feel like I'm going to gush about it. It's been maybe 20 years since I've watched it all the way through. Yeah. Um, so you, again, you just like, you have that trepidation. You're like, don't ruin another classic. Cause you're right. I honestly <laughs> have to say, like, if you're going to go rank the eighties movies, like this is probably in my top 20 yeah. films. Yep. And yes. There's a lot of good stuff to this and it holds up still. And it's not dated in the way that some of the eighties movies we've watched have been. So I'm excited, man. Let's, let's get into it. What did, uh, what did you dive into first? What was the first thing that you noticed? I should the, say. The first watching? thing I noticed, because I, I'm always looking out for this is this was the score, the person who, who actually composed the score and it was Bill Conti. So yeah. for all those who don't know who Bill Conti is, he's the guy that did the Rocky theme song. So that guy, that guy is the one who did the Karate Kid score. So props to Bill Conti on that. We're starting to notice a trend here. And I think that if if that if we see that name that we recognize in the beginning, in the opening credits, or, you know, we look into it, generally speaking, it's a movie we're going to like. I feel like that's been a, a theme lately. We're like, oh, but so-and-so did the score and love that guy. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. That's probably one of the first notes I put, too. It is rated PG, and it's a PG movie. It is a, it is a PG movie all the way. I have to say, it's not your PG where there's drugs and sex and and, and alcohol and, and <laughs> so it is pg it's it's a it's a good pg and it's an underdog story it's it's probably one of my top three underdog stories along with rocky and there's a couple of ties to rocky with this movie and we'll talk about it but it's about a boy 
who moves from New Jersey with his mom in this the most reliable green station wagon on earth. And he moves to LA with his mom because she got a new job and he's having a hard time making friends. And he befriends this handyman who becomes his mentor, his sensei. And he enters a karate tournament and things just kind of go from there. So it, it holds up very well. It's, I mean, and it's well acted even for an eighties movie. Um, I, I'd say that it's still a little long in the tooth um, at some oh, parts. Like it again? It was 107 minutes. Okay. Um, so right. yeah, not, not too bad, but there's like the opening scene, like it just, you know, like them going from Jersey to California. It's more like a vehicle, Jersey. if you will, to do the opening credits. You, you don't need the, like, you could literally just start the movie with them arriving from New Jersey. You don't need to see the road trip across, but uh, one of the first things I noticed was how his friend, Freddie, who I never really caught until watching it now as an adult, he, this Freddie guy who befriends in his new apartment complex, and he seems like the nicest guy ever, right? He, he comes in, he helps him with his bike, he, he befriends him, and he says, hey, you want to go to a party or a beach party tonight or whenever it is? And he just seems like the nicest guy ever, but he turns... Uh, He's kind of a douchey friend in the end. Anyways, Freddie, I noticed Freddie this time. Freddie and the Karate Kid. So he, yeah, he's almost forgotten about because he just basically dismisses himself in the right. beginning of the movie. Like, why'd you bring that kid? And he's like, yeah. oh, sorry, man. Like later, you never see. <laughs> Did he come back in the end? I, I don't think so. I honestly think he just disappears. Freddie, not cool, Freddie. Not cool, Freddie. Um, worst. But enter Mr. Miyagi, the the legend, uh, Noriyuki Morita, otherwise known as Pat Morita. And I looked up this guy's resume. He's no longer alive, right? But my goodness, rest in peace, Mr. Miyagi. This guy was in so many things, in so everything. many TV shows. He was in everything. And I, I knew this already, but growing up, I always thought that was him. He had his accent and he had it, but he was a comedian. He was a comedian. He was never, he never had an accent. Here's a fun fact for you. The producers or one of the directors, the producers didn't want him because he was, he was tied to his comedic roles. So what Pat Morita did was he grew out his hair and threw on a Japanese accent and he was hired and they're like, okay, that's perfect. We'll take it. So, that's amazing. I did, yeah. That's a good fun fact. I mm -hmm. didn't know that. I didn't know he was a comedic actor. I do remember seeing him probably in this might be after I saw the Karate Kid, but he was, I think, on Happy Days for yeah. a few episodes. Yep. Um, I think if you can think of a, a TV show that you watched growing up, chances are he was he guest starred at some point on it. And yeah was very much the comic relief it's funny to hear him like force that japanese accent um mm -hmm. almost like did it need to be so overt that like you wouldn't believe that he knew karate if he wasn't you know like an immigrant i don't know yeah we'll get to his backstory a little bit later which is something i never caught as a kid um yeah he's amazing in this he, he's great he, he makes the movie um, and yeah. that's actually one of the, the notes I put is that like, he has the best lines, but he also has the saddest backstory. Yeah. Like, and maybe it's too early to get into that, but I forgot. I, I just didn't remember that part. You, you remember all these sayings and all the, you know, different things that happen in the movie, the, but you don't really remember like 
the Freddy thing that you brought up and, and his backstory. And I'm like, right. okay, they put some real thought into this movie. It's not just your, you know, good versus evil. It's there's, there's a lot to it. I, I mean, let's just get into his backstory, right? We don't have to go yeah. in order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his backstory is great. Um, and it's, it's really sad because he, he, he had lost his, his wife and his child at childbirth due to childbirth complications. And Daniel learns that from the note that he had that was delivered to him. And you, you know, because of that, you kind of start to see their relationship take, take shape as like a father and son relationship mm-hmm. because Daniel didn't have a father, right? We don't know what happened to his father. He just sure. came with his mom. And then Mr. Miyagi, he lost his family. He lost his unborn child. So th- that relationship starts to take place. And it, it was really endearing and heartwarming because it was like he was raising this child. He's protecting him. He's teaching him things that his dad taught him. So it was so cool to see, to really get that now as an adult. Loved it. Lo- absolutely loved it. Yeah, I think as a kid, you watch this and you connect more to <clears throat> the bullying aspect. Like I think every kid at some point, unless you were the bully, dealt with bullying and so like that's the connective tissue now as an adult you're like wow that's some heavy stuff to lose a wife and a son and the way daniel finds him and you know he's drunk and he's got his you know army fatigues on and you're like okay he likely was you know probably part of world war ii um you know just all of that backstory in one scene and it's it's deep and, you know, Daniel puts him to bed and, and realizes now like that. Yeah. Like these guys are like kindred spirits. Like there's a, they're meant to, yeah. to, to meet, they're meant to help each other out. They're meant to be there for each other. They both need each other more beyond the, you know, bullying aspect and the karate, but just as people. And it's, yep. it's so subtle and, but so good, you know, you, they don't need more than that. You don't need a conversation about it or anything like that. You get it all in that one scene. You're like, damn, for it's the karate kid. Come on, right. man. Like, yeah. I was not expecting that. And it's one of those things that you go back and like, wow, this is actually even better than I realized. Yeah. And, and I, I read somewhere that they almost didn't include that his backstory in the movie. Really? Yeah. And, it, and that backstory makes it that backstory. Oh, yeah. You need that backstory to, for him. So it, it was great. Uh, I want to touch on the, on the bullying aspect because I, re- I recall the scene where they're dressed up as skeletons. That scene always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I see somebody on Halloween dressed up as skeleton, I think of Johnny Lawrence and his gang. Um, it was such a cool scene because that was the moment where Mr. Miyagi finally came to his rescue and he said he's had enough and he just kind of beat up his gang. So it was good. And, and you know, Johnny Lawrence, what's his name? William Zapka. He's yeah. great. I mean, he plays a part so well. He is the ultimate bully. And I, I think he's great. I, I, I just I think everybody in this movie is great. Even even um uh the ever so talented Miss Elizabeth Shue. Oh, it's, it's great. <laughs> when I saw her on come on screen, it it reminds you of like when you're a kid and the first time you notice a girl and you're like, I mean, it re- just re- I remembered so much about like oh Elizabeth Shue like she was everything and when we were kids growing yeah. up like she was in every movie adventures and babysitting yes. cocktails i mean she was oh, she was, cocktail remember that she was yeah. in all of it yeah. so yeah. great Love cast it. the whole the whole movie has a great cast everybody does such a great job and and we need to talk about ralph macho because without ralph macho i don't think this karate kid is what it is i relate i think you mentioned this I related to Ralph Macho. You're a young boy trying to figure things out. Granted, I was I was still younger than he was, but I just he he always stuck out in my mind. Just what he went through. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, same thing. I mean, I actually did grow up with bullying and a lot of it was because we were moving to new towns. And so yeah. that, that happens, that happens to kids all the time. You're the new kid, you're, you're different. You're from a different spot. You know, you don't have the money. There was an obvious, you know, social class differences between him and Elizabeth's shoe and you're kind of that fish out of water. And so because of that, you, you picked on, I did think it was very like eighties trope to have like, why, why is every bad guy in the eighties, a blonde, rich kid, like, it's like <laughs> the entire Cobra Kai dojo, like all blonde haired, blue eyed kids. And then one black kid yeah. and he gets beat and he gets beat up yeah, too. It's course. like, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. So ridiculous. But that's very like eighties. I just feel like, you know, think of like lost boys and Kiefer Sutherland, like blonde hair, blue eyes. He's the bad guy. Like just, you know, you know fancy, rich kid. I guess that's the stereotype. But. Yeah, but, but I mean, look at look at Allie, Elizabeth's shoes. She was your your popular rich girl who was didn't want to be. She didn't want. She didn't want to be that. So there's yeah. that stereotype again. Um, but back to Elizabeth's shoes. She saw something in Danielson that only Mr. Miyagi and maybe and his mom saw. He saw something special in him, and I thought that was neat. So and yet Danielson still treating her wrong, being a jerk. Well, he was jealous. I mean, yeah. he's, you know, he seeing everything that she has around him and he's got really nothing to offer her, but he has his heart and he doesn't realize that that's what she wants. Oh, it's so deep. Karate. Kid. So I, I had a question about that, where that scene where he actually finds her, you know, Johnny, like forcing himself on her. Um, and I love how her parents are like worried about Johnny in that scene and not her daughter, like being like, groped and groped. stuff right in front yeah. of them like they're dancing yeah. right next to each other but they're like johnny are you okay when she hits him why was he wearing all white why was the karate kid himself dressed like the waiter did i miss something like no. i felt like there was a gap in why he uh, other than the fact that they wanted to spill spaghetti on him and so they needed it to look really like you got stuff spilled on you <laughs> i don't know he's That's dressed like the wait staff it was very weird like all white like he was working in in and out i just it totally took me out for a second i was like did I turn away? Why is he dressed like that? But, I don't know. I didn't catch anything. Yeah. So maybe just, if anybody's out there knows why he was dressed like the waiter, waiting staff. Yeah. Let us know. I missed I, it. I, I don't know. I missed it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I missed it. The lines. There's there's so many great lines in this movie. Um, I, I would say that, um, and, and actually moments too. And there's so many just you can call out like I remember as a kid trying to catch a fly with a chopstick. Like I still do them. Um, I, I go out. I go to the Chinese restaurant and I still try to do that. <laughs> if you go to a Chinese restaurant with flies in it, you may want to go to a different Chinese restaurant. Don't, don't, whatever. Just, I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> do that. Okay. Um, but there's, there's a lot of good lines in it. Um, I think that it's, it's time for the worst line. Um, Let's do it. it. It's, it was hard to find. Um, there was one that kind of at first, you know, it was like the the kids picking on each other. And so like some of the one-liners were really stupid there, but it wasn't until they were at the mall and Daniel's son's trying to apologize to Allie with an I. Um, yes, Allie with an I. Not Daniel with an L, uh, which I thought was going to be my worst line at first. I was like, it's kind of cheesy. You know, I guess it's flirty. You know, it's a high school flirty thing. But when her friend turns to her other friend after Daniel and Allie walked off screen. She's like, I don't know what she sees in him. And the other girl goes, must be into fungus. Don't know what she sees in him. She must be into fungus. 
Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That is my line, my friend. Are we two for two? <laughs> We're two for two. Oh, dude. I, I don't literally. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know. worst line right there. That's it. That's it. I need to take a bow, man. This is the second time. That's two for two. Two weeks in a row we've done this. Okay, yes. so I think that kind of points to the fact that there wasn't a lot of bad lines in it, but that one was like, you just yeah. cut that. You don't even need that. Yeah, I forget why she said it. Uh, don't know what she sees in him. She she must be into fungus. It wasn't, correct me if I'm wrong, but did it happen at the party or at yeah. the mall? I think that one happened at the party. So because he was dressed like a shower, so maybe because she realizes there's mold, mold? in the shower? Or am I going too deep now? I, I mean, I think you, you can try to explain it. It just nah, didn't seem to fine. fit. And if you have to connect the dots that <laughs> that much to think about a line that just doesn't okay. make sense. But sure, yeah, mold, shower, water. I get it. Yeah. All right. That concludes the worst line. Yay, we got it. Two for two. Two for two. I'm proud of us. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm, I'm very proud of us. Um, I love it. I Some other things I didn't catch before. I think obviously, you know, when you're a child, you don't really know about weed, but you know, oh. I can understand why Johnny was so upset when he got the water spilled over him. He was just trying to calm down and have a little joint and people dumped water on him and he needs I, his weed. He needs to calm down. <laughs> Johnny's so mad at the world, man. At the world. Yeah. I feel like, I, okay. I have not seen Kerbal Kai, so I don't, I don't know if there's okay. a, a backstory or anything like yeah. that. So I plan on watching it, but um, I remember that scene. He was in the toilet, uh, in the to- in the bathroom stall, and he was getting to smoke a joint. And Daniel's son gets the hose. <laughs> it was funny, man. I loved it. But yeah, that was that's the only drug reference, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, and I mean, you don't even really like. It's just a real quick shot of him trying to roll a joint. But I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, he actually needs that because he definitely is angry at the world. Um, he he's good at it though. He. Shout out to, and I think he's on Cobra Kai too, but um, yeah, their sensei, um, John Kirst or Kirst, yeah, Curse. yeah, um, he's just fantastic as well. Uh, I, I really liked how after Mr. Miyagi teaches him, you know, wax on, wax off, paint the fence, paint the side, mm-hmm. um, all how it all comes together in that scene when he, Daniel gets really frustrated and he goes, he's, all, he's, he's just, he's like cursing at him and he's ready to walk away. And he says, Danielson, come back. And he goes, show me, paint the fence, show me side by side. And he puts it all together and it's like, whoa. Oh, I love that scene. I love that scene. Love it. And just, yeah. And just clever little things like he tells him to, you know, do the wax on, wax off and, and he gets, Daniel gets down. Like he yeah. thinks he's supposed to be, you know, scrubbing the deck again. And Miyagi gets upset with him and he gets back up and just little subtleties like that. Like it's, they're strong moments that you don't get the like, hell, I think they do the training montage scene better than Rocky does. You know, like in Rocky, you get a lot of other movie and you get like a 10 minute montage scene where, you know, massive music and you're like getting pumped up. But like, this was like many of those scenes stretched out over the length of a movie to show you their like, relationship developing and and why he was teaching daniel to do this stuff and not just making him you know do errands <laughs> do his, like, his house errands yeah yeah absolutely so let since you touched on rocky i got another fun fact uh fun fact nice. number two? Two. two the song in the finale during the montage where there he's fighting you're the best you're the best hooray that one yes. um that song was originally written for rocky part three it was originally written for Rocky Part Three, and then they decided to go with Eye of the Tiger in Rocky Part Three. 
So they said, well, let's just use it for this one. Bill Conti, fun fact number two. Very nice. Um, I forgot that this song, that move, or this song was in that movie. Okay. Like, I hear that song all the time. You know, you're like, someone says you're the best and you're like, you start humming it in your head, but I actually <laughs> right. forgot that it was when he was going through the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was very happy when that came out. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot that that's where this came from. Um, I, at this point, let's go to the tournament unless you got something else. Let's go. No, no. I mean, we're, we're talking about the tournament now. So, okay. So did you catch that scene? How Daniel gets into the tournament and Mr. Miyagi goes, he's a black belt and he steals a black belt. He has uh, Ali take the black belt and steal it as he's distracting the 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 guy who's yeah, yeah. their name right there. I thought that was kind of like, wait a minute. He got in. That's how he got in. I thought it was pretty easy how he got in. Can anybody get in? Can <laughs> did, I get in? Did, I mean, yeah, of course you can. Did you notice that scene where like they're the only ones like walking up to, to enroll or even go into the gym? Nobody else around. Nobody else at any other tables. Just that guy. It's like they didn't set up the rest of the shot. Yeah. <laughs> so when they finish, it's this very awkward scene where nobody else is walking into the gymnasium. Nobody else is there except this one guy sitting at the table who didn't notice that they took a black belt. <laughs> took yeah. a black belt. So, okay. Well, that's how he got it. Whatever. I'll forgive that. It's such a good movie. I'll forgive that part. Whatever. I mean, it's like a high school karate term. You think the guy at the front desk really cares? Like the stakes know, were man. you get a trophy. Like it's not... And yeah. you get, to get retribution on the guys. Well, that that was the bet, right? That was the, the bet mi- that Mr. Miyagi had with with Johnny with Johnny's sensei. Yeah. Um. That hey, you know, well, you leave this boy alone until the tournament, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll show you that we can beat you. Mr. Miyagi's so badass, man. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he is. Ah, uh, he's the best. I need a Mr. Miyagi in my life. He's we all awesome. do. He's great. He's the I best friend him. we all need. And he thinks we're all just okay. I mean, yeah. So good. Pr- pretty so okay. Good. Pretty okay. Oh, so good. Oh, it's, I love it. I love it. Yeah. He's, he's worth watching the sequels that aren't nearly as good as this one, but actually. Like, two is good. I think so too. Two is really good. It, it, it you get a, a nice Chicago love song and like, just mm-hmm. it's, oh, I might have to watch it tonight. I'm I'm that excited. Like I got juiced by this still. Like yeah. the the tournament I knew he was gonna win. Like I remember, it's not like I forget, but like the the beating he takes in the tournament, yeah. man, you get yeah. the, the um the Miyagi hand rub, like yes, that part. Oh, please I used to do that go to on. my brothers all the time, like <laughs> as a joke, like you know, just rub the hands and then put them on and you know, just pretend. You yeah. just think Miyagi had powers. He did. He did. And so he got hurt. He goes back to the locker and he's basically disqualified saying he can't. They're saying he can't Continue. go on anymore. And he says, Mr. Miyagi, can you do that thing you did? Can you help me out? And then as soon as Mr. Miyagi rubs his hands together, you hear that bong, like shit's going down. Yeah. And then it just, it, it's, it's like you get this like moment of like, okay, here I come. It's, it's going to happen. And, you know, Ali comes out and says, hey, you know, Daniel's okay. He's going to fight. He's going to fight. And you got your ultimate battle between da- Daniel and Johnny. And it's epic. It's so good. Yeah. The, uh, the, oh my God, why am I forgetting what the dojo, Cobra Kai dojo guy's name is, but he, you know, is trying to take him out even before he yeah. gets to Johnny. You know, he wants 
him to be disqualified. He doesn't want him to even fight Johnny at this point. You know, you got the guys just telling him to go out there and basically calling a hit on him, like play yeah. dirty, get him out of here. Yeah. I don't, you know, sweep don't... the leg, sweep the leg, Johnny, sweep the leg, Johnny. Um, and then you got the crane, you got that crane, the ultimate shot of when they were training on the, on the beach and the stumps and Johnny, Johnny looks so intense. He's got his fist up like this and he's ready to like in your background, it's in your background yeah, yeah. and he's just ready to go. Oh, I love that scene. I love it. It's so great. It's just iconic. That's always going to be an iconic memorable scene forever. You do that and you know, it's karate kid. Yeah. So yeah. Who doesn't do a crane kick, you know, at least a couple times a year, just absolutely see if you can do it still. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can barely like I can barely lift my leg up. I can maybe do the crane kick, but on the post and you know the water. No, probably not. Not yeah. not happening. But um, I still got chills when the crane kick lands, man. I yeah. I, I mean, it just you they build up the drama very well, and not that that you thought that he was you know gonna lose. Like I get it. Like it, it's not. It, you expect him to win, but right. it they build it well. He gets beat down and beat down and beat down and he keeps getting back up and keeps, you know, surviving. And, you know, the, the drama of like him looking at Mr. Miyagi and just the nod and getting oh. ready. Yeah. It, they, oh, they the do nod. a really oh. good job of, of building it up to like, when he kicks him in the face, you're like, hell yes. Like about yeah. time. I've just watched him get his ass kicked this whole movie. Finally. You know? Yeah. And, he, and you get Johnny Lawrence coming in and go, gives him the, 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 the trophy and he goes, you're right, LaRusso. You're right, LaRusso. So it's kind of like everything just falls into place. His girl comes up and hugs him. His crowd of people. I think even Freddie was in that crowd that came to hug him. And Mr. <laughs> Miyagi just stood his ground. And you just get the ultimate shot of Mr. Miyagi as it fades to black. Oh, love it. Yeah. I like I can't. I just. I, it's clean, I, man. It's, it's, it's so yeah. clean. Um, I was just blown away that it held up this much. Because again, you, there's so many one-liners. There's so many things that you point to and you're like, yeah, that and that and that and sweep the leg and wax on and wax off and all that stuff. Like everybody mm. knows it. Everybody says it. That Daniel's son, like you don't meet a person named Daniel without saying that. But the movie's good. The movie's yeah. really good. It's a good story. Absolutely. It's well done. So, Absolutely. It's, it's rating time. Let's do it, it's man. It's rating time. Uh, crane kicks? Uh, leg sweep sweeps? The legs? Leg sweeps. Leg sweeps. Okay. Leg sweeps out of five leg sweeps. Who wants I've to go only... first? You want to go first, my friend? You can go first. I, I do. I'm, I'm deep in thought over this. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go four. Four leg sweeps. Nice. Excellent. It's a good Excellent. one, man. If you haven't watched it in a long time, you got to watch it. That's all I got to say. It's, you, you can laugh. You can say whatever. It's, it's good. So good. Excellent. I am in the same boat as you are, my friend. I am going to give it four. Four amazing leg sweeps. This movie is fantastic. Uh, it holds up so good. It's the classic underdog story told really well with a great score and a fantastic ultimate cast. Mr. Miyagi and Danielson's relationship is perfect. They build it so perfectly. It's such a good movie and I, I can absolutely recommend it to everybody. I can even recommend it to families. This movie, gotta watch it with your kids. There's some stuff that you might want to watch out for, but it is absolutely a great family movie, a great underdog story. And so all the cast out there, fantastic job, everybody. Just great movie, loved it for next week. Just be warned that your children will likely want to get into karate classes yes. after they see this film. We all want it to be Danielson. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's good. 
can't say anything more about it. It was awesome. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we had a blast with it. We're once again safe from ruining our childhoods. Uh, but I think with four leg sweeps, we have been disqualified and it's time to end this tournament. So uh, thanks for coming, guys. I've been your host, Kanye. This is Ronaldo. Thanks for, uh, for watching and listening, guys. And go watch Karate Kid. It's so good. That's what you think. Like, subscribe, all that fun jazz. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Talk to you later.